letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include an update on Minneapolis' plans for the 3rd Police Precinct, Minnesota lawmakers discussing a bill that would allow adults with a terminal illness to end their own lives, and how many people took the bus to the state fair. But we begin with police investigating the deaths of three people at a north-central Minnesota resort. The three were discovered at White Birch Resort in Breezy Point around 8.50 last night. Police have not released much information, but say they don't believe there's an ongoing threat to the public. Also not released are the names of those who were found dead. The Crow Wing County Sheriff and Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension are assisting in the investigation. Mark Friday's Talk 830 WCCO. The Minneapolis City Council is giving final approval to a plan for a downtown building to serve as the third police precinct headquarters. The City Council voted to buy and renovate additional floors of the Century Plaza building near the convention center for that purpose. The building, which has been empty for years, was already being refurbished to accommodate officers from the first precinct. The location is seen as a compromise as no consensus could be reached on where to relocate the third's building after it was torched during the riots following the police murder of George Floyd. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Contract talks start this morning between Minneapolis police and city negotiators. Priorities include recruitment and retention, officer mental health, and accountability. Mayor Jacob Fry. Both parties have an, an urgency, and certainly uh, the council member has expressed interest in making this a priority, and uh, certainly it will be one. The first meeting between the city and police held at 10 this morning in room 100 of the Public Service Building. A state commission has started the process of designing a new Minnesota flag and state seal. CBS News' Jennifer Kuyper with the details. The current Minnesota flag depicts a Native American riding off into the sunset while a white settler plows his field. The imagery suggests to many that the indigenous people were defeated. Not only do the state's Dakota and Ojibwe tribes consider that offensive, but flag experts say it's an overly complicated design. Shelley Buck, vice president of the tribal council in the Prairie Island Indian community, referencing the Dakota phrase from which the state gets its name. This is important for us to, to identify and represent who we are as Minnesota. The law requires the commission to submit a report with the designs to the legislature by January 1st. Minnesota is one of several states that have been redesigning flags that haven't withstood the test of time, including Utah and Mississippi. State lawmakers and medical experts are holding a roundtable discussion today on a bill that would allow adults with a terminal illness to end their own lives. State Senator Kelly Morrison, who is also a doctor, says several states already allow the practice, which lets a suffering patient with a diagnosis of six months or less to live self-administer a pill that would allow them to pass peacefully. She says opponents who equate this to euthanasia or assisted suicide are simply wrong. So I think some of it is a lot of fear-mongering, unfortunately, that's going on. Um, This is really an issue of bodily autonomy. Morrison says more than 70% of state residents surveyed support having an end-of-life option for themselves. The End-of-Life Options Act was introduced last legislative session, and Morrison says they're ramping up their push to get it passed during the next session that starts in February. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota's first social district opens tonight in Anoka. The area will allow anyone 21 and older to buy and consume adult beverages on city sidewalks and along the riverfront. 
State Senator Jim Abler joined Vanita Sakar on the morning news to talk about it. The uh, bar owners buy these cups, and then you use that at the bar you're at. You can go outside and walk around, and then you get a new cup when you go to the next bar. You can't go into a bar with your drink. Uh, that's a state law. But you can go shop at the antique store if you want and mill around and meet some old friends. The Social District is on a month trial run that ends October 7th. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is investigating the death of a man while in police custody in Faribault over the weekend. Police there say a slow-speed pursuit led to an officer using a pit maneuver to get the car to stop after they witnessed the driver appearing to go in and out of consciousness. After his arrest, an ambulance was called to the scene, clearing him for transport in a squad car to jail, but he lost consciousness again and became unresponsive. He was treated with Narcan and CPR, but was eventually pronounced dead. Fairbo police asked the BCA to take over the investigation since it did involve somebody in their custody. Mark Friday's Talk 830 WCCO. Unfortunately, Tuesday's rain will do little to help with extreme drought conditions in part of the state. The drought is getting worse in parts of the state. University of Minnesota climatologist Pete Boulay says places like Carlton County are under extreme drought conditions. We have such a large departure from normal. Uh, you know, just in the Twin Cities alone for this year, we're six and a half inches short of normal and even farther below normal as you go uh, uh, north of the Twin Cities. So, um, you know, any rain will help, but it's certainly not going to get us out of the woods. He says dry conditions are leading to the threat of wildfires, including one in Carleton County that has burned 40 acres of land so far. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, we already know how many people attended the Minnesota State Fair this year, and now we know how many of them took the bus. While attendance overall was down slightly compared to last year's Minnesota State Fair, Metro Transit says express bus ridership was up 33%. Officials say the big reason for that is the increase, uh, uh, adding rather a fourth park and ride location in Blaine. An estimated 241,000 people hopped on an express bus to Falcon Heights this year. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.